and welcome to Ben the Nia Song of Ice of Fire Podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful. And friends, welcome back to our Song of Ice and Fire Podcast. We got a big topic today. We got a special guest. We brought on the expert, okay? My good friend and yours, Jimmy Nuts from the Fantasy Network. How's it going, buddy? I mean, I'm talking to Song of Ice and Fire with my two of my best friends. How, how much better could I really be, guys? Come on. Right. I know it's 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 good. It's a good time. It is a good time uh, on the screen right now. I have the official logo for the new <laughs> Game of Thrones show coming out title snow. I just want to put this out there. I, I it looks pretty sick to be quite frank. Look, this it's, is from it, it, it's even from Kit Harrington himself right yeah. there. You see that it's I mean, from there's no Facebook check mark page. by the page or anything. But, Not verified, uh, but I mean, maybe he didn't best, go through the James Hibbard. See what he thinks. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Yeah. Oh my God. But um. Mm. Yeah. No. So friends, we thought we'd bring uh Jimmy on. Just we, I think we were. What was it? A couple weeks ago, we were on uh, your channel. Just kind of talk. This broke a couple of days before, right? The the stream. I think it broke the day that we did the chatting with us episode. I think it was the very day. Was it that day? Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. it was the it was the day it was the day before because I think didn't, Jimmy didn't. Didn't you come on here and talk about it? Uh, no, I haven't actually come on to talk about snow yet. Yeah, no, we, we went on there the day after. Oh, uh, okay, that's right, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, because I think yeah, Jimmy was kind of like like hey, let's let's talk about this. And I remember this is perfect. Well, what was great? So in in that live stream, we didn't get to really talk a lot of um, spoilers or whatever. You know, again, just just because of the format of your of your show and stuff. So I thought we kind of go into some some crazy stuff here but i just want to throw something out for you guys i don't know if we missed this or not but um amelia clark actually she she came out and said and this is a quote again this is like us weekly a couple of the different places have recorded exactly the same way which when asked about this she said he has told me about it and i know it exists it's happening it's happening is what she said i just want to throw i don't know if we missed that last part like it's happening okay so and confirmed confirmed i mean it's like actually confirmed and so the, the other piece is that like it's lined up perfectly to create all of this buzz i mean is it, do you guys not think that it's like it, like creating like an internet buzz really i oh, mean oh it was the number one trending thing yeah. everywhere there we go there we go so like going into house of the dragon it just almost seems like if you could have leaked anything at, at any one particular time this would have been the great time to, to do it you know it's just like what, what would it be, a month and a half away or something and and uh yeah. Do you kind of feel like it's overshadowing House of the Dragon a little bit? It's all no. I want to talk. I mean, it's all I want to talk about right now. I mean, just because it's it's hot, so, you know, within the first couple of weeks or whatever. House, I actually think it's going to. I think it's got people more interested in that show, actually, because now you just said the word sequel. And so people are like, OK, now I can reinvest in, in Westeros a little bit because we're not just going backwards. I, it could just be me, but I, I always think like, when you have something that pushes the storyline forward and you're filling in the gaps, like I'm more willing to, I mean, I'm also just depending, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it, but like, I enjoy kind of learning all of it, but I feel like people who were invested in game of Thrones, they want to know I, what, what goes beyond, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like maybe not though. Cause a lot of people are actually out there like really, really not happy. People are pretty split about this. I mean, <laughs> You, I guess I would think that they would want to know more about this story. And I, I have two elements today. Uh, Jimmy's got like a question for us later. And I have a question for, for, for these two as well, just about things that we could kind of see in it. Because it's exciting to me. The fact that Kit Harrington's involved, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's interesting that it came from him, like that he had this idea, uh, which maybe 
maybe he also didn't feel as good about the end of his character arc that, you know, some people complained about, right? So maybe he yeah. feels like he has a vision that can give that the uh, proper uh, closure that uh, that the fans want and need. I mean, the, the biggest question I have from it is like, is this going to be like a mini series? Are we talking seasons? Like that is very, very interesting because the, the name Snow almost makes me feel like it's really about like, john what he's passing on and all these things which i could see being a miniseries but yeah who knows yeah right right just because it's in, it's it's focused around him and then he would be the core of the show right because i mean we still have the idea that uh sansa no one's confirming we have we have little to know nothing on it just just an announcement or whatever but i like to sit here and think that his sisters might get involved in that uh you know, brand down in King's Landing and everyone might might at some point become involved. It might not be that, you know, it, it, it might not be that at all. But I guess what would you what would your guys' preference be? Would you rather have a, a mini series or would you have a couple seasons of this thing or just do one one and done? Kind of depends on what they do, right? Or where how, you know, well, yeah, it does depend on what they do. Right. Because one of the ideas that I've had for the show is like now that the snow was melting and we saw like the first blade of grass, uh, you know, cut through. Uh, it sounds like the the North is going to be a lot more hospitable to people, which means if there's going to be people there and people can live there and they feel like they're more free, they are going to move there. People are going to migrate North and could Jon Snow be the king of the true North at some point? So I think like you have a, you have a ton of questions. Uh, one, you know, are the white walkers really gone? What happened? Wildlings are beneath the wall at this point, but I'm sure there had to be some stragglers possibly maybe, mm -hmm. um, but I just want to see like what civilization look like above the wall now that it's more hospitable, uh, a creating of a kingdom, you know, of, of maybe a yeah. seventh or eighth kingdom mm. um, could mm -hmm. be happening. And how does that relate to Westeros as a whole? Like, do they answer to the Iron Throne? Um, who knows? That's a good, you know, point. you know, I'm beginning to wonder, too, like. You know, you look at the things that they say, hey, these are the shows that we have sort of in production that we're thinking about. Right. So we knew we were getting the long night or the, the long night was the first thing they announced. And when it was going to be like the dawn age, all that stuff, it didn't happen. Then it was we get House of the Dragon, which they're like really came out for. So we know we're getting a Corliss Valerian show. Right. right. Um, that may or may not. That may or may not happen. Um, but. Uh, I guess what I'm. um I guess what I'm sort of uh, thinking about here is they're supposed to be doing the one that is the sort of 10,000 ships, the Nymeria show. Yeah. Do you think that's yeah. actually an Arya Stark show? Uh, wow. Wow. It's because it's Nymeria because I'm out. <laughs> the, well, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it and I'm like, do we really i mean i don't know yeah. like well i say i'm out i really mean of, i'm in i'm like, in too of even of all the sort of stuff that we're going to be getting right you know we assumed when george said successor shows that he meant prequels all prequels yeah. now that he's said oh they're successor shows and he's using they're saying oh it's it's nymeria that's like the you know code name nymeria right I guess I'm just like, I don't know. To me, that seems like way more intriguing because if we like Arya, hmm. where she, where her story ends, she's at least doing something cool. Like she, we know, like she's gonna go sail and find like this other thing, and it's like you can open that up for all sorts of stuff because, like, the fact that we're getting a John show post what we believe to be the end of the books show means that like. 
the floodgates, the wall is down. There, you know, I mean, like I now can't believe you brought now the, the, this. Now, is... now the possibilities are literally endless. I don't think like we've you know really. I don't think I've really like thought about that. We're just like, oh, okay, it's just going to be a sort of maybe self-contained story about John, but it's like no, 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 no. This is like. I don't want to say Star Wars sequels because the sequels are bad, but it's almost like <laughs> right. if we erase the Star Wars sequels from our mind and it's like, as so we, then we did the prequels. Right. Yep. And then it's like, we get, we get like the Mandalorian, which is like five years after return of the Jedi. Yeah. Awesome. And it's like, if you, if you had, if you are new to Star Wars and you're, and you're like, I wonder what happens right after return of the Jedi. Well, actually it's the Mandalorian. Right. And then it's yeah. like, Whoa, mind blown. And now like the gates are open and they still are in Star Wars. But that's like where this is. This isn't like 30 years in the future. This mm -hmm. might be like what if oh, it's yeah. John, what if it's John Walken? Like it's it picks up right where it left off. Uh, yeah. That'd be awesome. It could be that. Um I, I will say I think Arya had the most natural positioning in the narrative for a sequel, like her going and exploring. Like that kind of writes itself in some ways. But with John, we actually don't know if it's only you know when he's walking away. What if it's an old man? What if it's an older oh, Jon Snow and he has kids? Like a Logan. Like a Logan. Yes, that, that's what Snow. I'm thinking. And you see him like bringing up his family in this new kingdom that's forming. And then you start to see old friends like Tormund. And then the question I had is, are we going to see Cold Hands or Benjamin Stark again? There we go. Well, there we go. Didn't he die? Didn't he die? Does he die? Because I was at Jimmy. Asked he me gets, beforehand. I, I he, can't remember because I'm I'm more fresh with the books right now. So, so yeah. So Cold Hands sees John for like a second. And it's when John is like running away. And it's when they're um, like being attacked uh, by all the the whites and stuff. And when they go to get the yeah. they go to get the white to bring it back to the dragon pit. Um, and and he runs in and then you literally just see him run into this like army of whites. But and, okay, so like, that's sh it. So like, in the show, it. it's proposed. <laughs> yeah, and he's that. and he's got this like chain whip fire so, thing. So, so he's yeah. fighting him off. Okay, see, I can't remember that part because. Well, I mean, you pretty much see him like get pulled off and like. But okay. who knows? He might be immortal or something because he's Cold Hands now. Or can we just switch it to the books where Cold Hands isn't Benjamin Stark? That'd be great. Yeah, right. just, I mean, let's just do a little retcon. Like, like, like a friend. Yeah. Well, again, that's that. Some stuff might actually be not retcon, but you know, like they're gonna make this work for. The show verse. It's clearly different. George came out and said, like, right, we'll debate whether his ending was better than Dan and Dave's end ending or whatever, which is probably no debate yeah. at all. Uh, but <laughs> but like, you know, that, that I think he's left it open to say, hey, it's pretty different. It's pretty significantly different. And the more I look at it, it's like, uh, yeah, that, like the more I've, I've, I've given it like over a couple of years here, I've been like, wow, it is it is going to be extremely different. Because of all the extra elements yeah. that he has in, in, in his show and the extra characters and stuff. So, yeah. and I would say um, that we've talked about this as like if it's, it, if you go in a different route, as long as it's good, like it doesn't matter. It's only when you go against, you're like, we're going to do our own thing and you have a source material that's really good. And then right. it's like, well, all you had to do was go with the source material. Yeah. But if you go against right. the source material and you make something that's good or possibly even better, which is possible, because right now the hottest show on television is The Boys. And let me tell you, I started going back and looking at some of The Boys comics, and they are awful. I'm talking like, it sucks. I didn't like, even know they had comics. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's all based off an actual comic. I mean, it's just, it's not very good whatsoever. The show goes in a in almost entirely different direction and is like so infinitely better it's like hard to fathom so 
there's nothing to say that, hey, we're going to go in a different direction than the books because this stuff isn't written yet. As long as it's good, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, yeah. the, Mand the Mandalorian went away away from the sort of, you know, extended universe or let mm -hmm. then at the time legends, but was sort of canon Star yeah. Wars and redid it. And it's great. And so it works. Yeah. If you yeah, as long it's as it's good, works, then... it's all you got to do. And I don't think anything about the the things that we're getting into now will never be written. Um, like, I really don't see George uh, doing stuff post A Song of Ice and Fire, the main seven. Right. I just don't see it happening. So I say have at it and let's judge it for what it is when it comes out. Well, I did, do, do you, you think, think it's part of the seven, though? The Jon nah. Snow stuff? Nah, I don't think. I do you think it's do you think it's potentially the scout scourge whatever the so the Shire, scouring of the, the Shire. So if scouring you of the Shire, here's yeah. my opinion on that, um, and and I have heard this before, so this isn't a totally original idea. Um, but you know, we've always talked about like the White Walkers being the final act in the books because in the show it felt like the White Walkers were a footnote. Um, I've kind of walk that back a little bit and the reason being is the fact that a lot of people believe that george's kind of homage to tolkien is going to be the fact that while they're fighting the big bad um you know soromon uh you know goes and scours the shire well cersei will come back from castle rock to take the iron throne as they're fighting this omega battle which makes her so much more of a coward and deceitful than all these things and then when the battle's over they have to go overthrow the you know they have to go back yeah. to the remnants of of the city and i do think that that actually checks out with the way george does things um i think it would be done much better in the books than uh, it was in the show but i think that's the scouring of the shower moment uh except she will answer for it so, Jimmy, what you just showed I me, mean, so like in, in season eight, right, that's exactly that's I've always wondered why did they do the events the way they did them? Right. Mm -hmm. Why do you have the Battle of Winterfell? And then why do you go down to King's Land? Why? Why? I is think they were work? missing her leaving. Yeah. Right. Which we've it, all theorized that she like Casterly Rock and that she might yes. go there. And yeah, yeah. I think wow. that they they didn't have the mechanisms to put her at Casterly Rock. Also, like sets and stuff. Right. Um, and I think that was the piece they were missing, among other things. Right. Like things like Fagon and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you just have to wonder, like, do you know, I, I know, as you said this, like, are we going to see Fagon in this show? Like, who knows? Um, but one thing that we will definitely see is like the fallout of Jon Snow handling the fact that he did kill Danny. Yeah. And for yeah. as much as everyone wants to talk about how it was executed and stuff, I thought that that was a very compelling piece of television when it happened. Yeah. Um, whether or not you like it like that, how they got there or whatever. I did think the moment when John took Danny's life was very compelling in yeah. a great moment. Um, I mean, sad as hell. We are now going to see the mental turmoil of that and, and actually get to see that grief processed. And I think that that is one of the things that made Game of Thrones really special before was, you know, seeing the fallout of the Red Wedding, seeing that trauma played out on screen in our characters like Arya. Well, we're actually going to see what John feels, you know, and I think that that's pretty cool. See, OK, a couple of things. Uh, so I want to put I want to lay some of these things out here and we can talk about them in whatever order. Uh, just to pick up where Jimmy left off there in terms of uh, Danny, right? And then Amelia Clark coming out and having information about this show. And everyone's like, well, she's dead, whatever. Two things. You could bring her back, number one, easy. Um, you can also have flashbacks. You can have flashbacks where he's, uh, Jimmy just said, like dealing with some of that or whatever, like extra mm -hmm. conversations, whatever you want to do. I mean, it's just a huge, it's a huge opportunity. There, There's a possibility for that. Then the thing we were talking about earlier as well was like, 
is this all stuff that is going to be post, uh, you know, your, your Song of Ice and Fire epic, right? Is it going to be beyond that or is it going to contain elements that they left out of the show? I think it could be a, a bit of both. Like it's sort of like idea. George is there for the ideas and he could say, you know what? They didn't. There's a couple of different things they didn't do. I got a couple of things that are going to that that would have been really cool to kind of pull off. And he's the type of guy who he would love to say. I call it, like that's my thing. I told right. them about that moment. Again, Hodor doesn't happen without him telling them about Hodor. You know what I mean? And us yeah, all freaking right. out and going crazy. And he's just like, that was me. And I, you didn't get to yeah. see it the way I wanted to lay it out. He's, like he's got all those things in a basket that he, I think Kit Harrington says, Hey, let me take your basket of, of goodies and let's figure out how we can kind of make this work. You still tell your story, but like there's a lot of things that he can, that I think he could do in this show to make it really intriguing. And if you, I think I would say that if you look at honestly, most of George's work, right? Because like, if you look at like, obviously he has a song of ice and fire, but then you look at everything else he actually does. So like, the real majority of his work is he edits books like constantly. It's like edited by George R. R. Martin. Edited. I mean, all of his things are like every time you go to his thing, it's like this. I mean, like he he's so good at creating lore. Like that's his real like strength more than anything else. It's like he's really good at sort of like giving you like an amazing outline. I mean. Jimmy's played it. What's going to go down is game of the year and is was probably going to be considered like one of the best, the best game I've ever played in, in the past decade is Elden Ring, which he's just like came. They went to him. And they're like, we need help with lore. And he like knocks it so far out of the park. Wow. I mean, it, and it's just it's, it's strange. just what he does. So it's, I think he could very easily real quick. I he, he could very easily kids like here's some ideas. And George can just be like, yep, yep, yep. I mean, look at the World of Ice and Fire book and yeah. Fire and Blood and all this stuff. That's what he does. He's like, he's he can pop this stuff off, but I think it's just more difficult for him to sit down and actually piece it together because he's so good at the at the lore building. He wants to include all of it. Yeah, and uh, he he does a lot. Uh, so, so a lot of people feel like, you know, George isn't doing anything. And it's like, he's doing a lot of stuff. And again, you know, he said in the blog, he said, I'm not working on the stuff you guys want me to work on. And everyone got mad about that. I actually was kind of like, I get it. I get no, it. yeah, yeah. I mean, he he doesn't. So his thing, I I honestly <clears> think <throat> like House of the Dragon has an outline. He's done the bulk of the work there <clears> by <throat> giving them fire and blood, and they've got all this kind of stuff. If, if if I had to make a guess, like he he enjoyed meeting the cast, working with them, Dan and Dave. People come. He had Kit Harrington come to <clears> his <throat> house, sit down, and look over some stuff with him, and say, "Let's make this." something you know like a night to remember you know awesome. I mean? so i have a question and this is yeah. me being oh a little bit of a pessimist here oh boy george specifically said he couldn't mention who the showrunners were no oh. what if it's wow. D? <laughs> wow <clears throat> now <clears throat> well as i mean my as long as they don't write it then i don't actually then i honest to god don't actually have a problem with it because it's it's obvious that D&D <laughs> are not necessarily great at writing their own stories. You can look you can look at Wolverine Origins uh which was like app sucked. But I mean clearly <laughs> as clearly as showrunners they didn't build the greatest like show in the history of television and just are complete buffoons. The problem started when they be, when they ran out of source material, and, and they were done. I think that's the bigger issue with me. Yeah, that's that is, is the fact that I they just kind of said we're over this. You know, but, that I mean, everyone everyone gets burned out by stuff. Um, Chris Evans is like, dude. He's like, when you sign that Marvel contract, you sign up for like, it's like it's yeah. like a decade or like twelve years. You sign you sign up, and it's like 
he's freaking amazing as Captain America. It's like, but even he's just like, dude, I was just I'm done. Like, but he signed up to be America's ass. So yeah, like, dude, I think so. Here's something about about uh, D and I feel like they, yeah, like 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 Jimmy said, they, they gave up. They didn't want to do any more. So one, I think it would be ironic. It'd be crazy if they said, yeah, we want back in. Well, that's because you didn't finish, and it didn't finish in in a, in a very good way. They were given a Star Wars series, like a trilogy that we've never heard about that since, right? I mean, like that was Sad, something that. Yeah. It was a big rumor. It was talked about or whatever. All the projects that I've heard that they're going to get, they just don't get. They, they haven't come up. I don't know what they are. Uh, leave me a comment if there is one I'm forgetting or don't Free know. Body Problem is coming to Netflix, and that should be pretty massive. Okay. Um, people are very apprehensive because this has the potential to be like one of the greatest sci-fi adventure, like not adventure, but like, you know, productions ever. And people are very nervous that D&D might ruin it. Uh but it's an ad- adaptation, so I've actually told people like, eh, maybe you should check it out. Like, maybe maybe it'll be okay. Yeah. What if D and D wants some redemption? What I would say they would, yeah. right? I, I mean, say, yeah, I'd be yeah. a little more pessimistic. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'd, I'm right. not saying I wouldn't watch it, but I'm just saying I wouldn't be as like, hey, maybe it's gonna be good. Yeah. I'd be. Like, I mean, like their <laughs> their track their track their track record. You know, I mean, obviously, Game of Thrones. You have to include Game of Thrones, and it's like yes. it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Benioff is actually has more stuff to say. I mean, really, it's like I mean, he wrote the movie Troy. That was pretty great movie. Okay. I mean, you yeah, know, he also wrote X Men Origins Wolverine, which I don't know. I mean, part of the plot was pretty bad, but a lot of it was directing and like CG. Was he ever uh, on Survivor? Uh, oh he was, uh, <laughs> my god! Right. So, you know, I mean, but then they did game like they did. They did. They did Game of Thrones. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, like, well, yeah, I mean, truly, like I, I've I actually defended them for a long time. And I still I still to some degree do, because right. if it's adapting a full series, I think they're like, yeah, we're, we're fine. We have like uh, when they start this thing, he's he's promising winds yeah. of winter every other year. And it just sucks because I think it was. Yeah, I, th- I think and I will still say I think if you it's hard to say because. Things all sort of happen right at like in a, the exact same time where the Game of Thrones begins to dip is around 2016, which is season six. Like, you know, people are like season five. But honestly, what happens? It's kind of like, OK, but to be fair, when you're in season five is when you begin to get into a Feast for Crows and Dance of Dragons. And it's like even the people who've read the books know that the best content in Game of Thrones is a storm of swords. So. Yeah, it's not like oh man, it started to go downhill in season five. It's like well, to be fair, the peak of Game of Thrones or the peak of Song of Ice and Fire is a Storm of Swords. Like that's the best, by far the best, the best content in the books. But then it's also you get to like season seven, right? Which is two years off. So they had, uh, or yeah, remember it was like 2015. Then it sort of, then there was a little bit of a delay because they had to push it back to actually film in winter. That was also, I still say it had to play into it somehow when AT&T took over Warner Brothers. And yeah. th- remember they were the ones that came up with all these ridiculous rules about the movies where it's like Justice League has to be 2 hours, can't be a 3 hour movie. It's like and then we got a 4 hour version of it and it was freaking amazing. And you know, Wonder Woman 1988. So it's like that running out of running out of the books. You know, you had a delay in production because it took so long to film and everything. I think a lot of Amelia Clark became like a massive star. I think a lot of things mm-hmm. were happening. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's just kind of crazy. I think you have to. They're kind of in an un like that. That's a, that's a, a. I think like you're. Comp- I mean, the author hasn't finished it. He's trying to finish it. You're trying to say, okay, let's pull these different plot lines and let's go back and do stuff that. And again, he felt like George felt like they were going way too fast. So there's a difference in sort of opinion and where we should be doing what should what, you know. All well, they did also kind of put him to the side, which is a problem. Um, yeah, right. you know. It didn't seem like there was a lot of consulting going on at some point. And whenever you have it, the studio and George, you know, kind of saying, hey, let's do some more. And they didn't want to do it like that is where I'm like, I'm not really even doubting the fact that they couldn't do something that's really good. It's more like the attitude of it. Like, how do yeah. you know? Let's say snow is the greatest. And also, by the way, folks, this is all speculation. <laughs> like, we don't know right. D&D's involved or anything. Right. But for the fun exper- thought experiment, uh, if they were, it's just like, what if snow was the greatest thing you've, we ever had? Right. And then like two seasons right. in D and D's new, you know, they've, they've redeemed themselves somehow. Uh, and then they want to leave it. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. how can right. you, it's hard to trust them with your IP at yeah. that point. So, yeah. If they're well, not going to give it every, yeah, if they're yeah. not going to, you know, stick it out and give those extra seasons and stuff and, and do whatever. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I don't think people, they're going to be the showrunners though. Right. Yeah. No, I don't. Not, <laughs> yeah. But not every, but not every director or showrunner or whatever thing nails every single thing like out of the park. Like it's really rare. To find that like some people it's like JJ Abrams, for example. Right. George it was Lucas. like, uh, yeah, I'll use, I'm just, I'll use JJ as, as an example. It's like, everyone's like, man, season one of lost freaking amazing. Okay. And then it kind of goes like down or whatever. I don't know. I didn't see it. So I, I can't comment as much on it, but like start the start when he redid the star Trek movies, I was like, dude, these are sick. Like the first one, the one in like 2009 so or whatever. Good. So, so, so good. like it's freaking amazing. Like it's an amazing movie. And then like at the time we watched The Force Awakens and we were like, hey, this is like a pretty good, pretty good movie. But then we watched Rise of Skywalker. But it's like it's hard to judge him on that. So, you know, not every director comes in and nails like every single thing like out, yeah. of, out of the out of the park. But this these guys, their track record, to be fair. It's still uh, still amazing because you had the most successful show in the history of television. Yeah, I mean, I don't uh, I don't think they'll be the showrunners, but like I just I don't know when George was like, I can't talk about the showrunners yet. I was just like, what What? if maybe that's yeah, whatever. (laughs) Because I think Kit and D&D were like pretty tight from what I remember, like interviews and stuff. Yeah, like they were big fans of Kit. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Well, I mean, it feels like too. You know, maybe there's re- they are really exciting showrunners, and that's the thing. Like, b- b- even if they're not, you know, um, Dan and Dave, and he and, and George just wants to kind of share it because I did. He did say yeah. that he was like, until they say I can say more, I really can't say anything right now. Yeah. So. Who knows? I mean, we might get a something way out of left field. They might even yeah. get Rafe Judkins. Chasey Cow. Yeah, did I you? Don't. Good God. <laughs> I if he can get I through don't. season two of Wheel of Time, we'll we'll see. Like. Uh, oh my god okay let me uh i know i know matt's looking something up there real quick i want to throw up a little something up on the screen here and just uh ask you guys your, your thoughts about this a little, a little crazy a little, little tinfoil here or whatever but um, okay yeah it's just it's just something that like when i think about the cover of the next book and i think about the significance of like a horn or i think about like the horn of winter or any of these horns that are in the series and i was mentioning like the idea that john I mean, Sam, all he has to do is give this horn back. You know what I mean? And like, there's so many magical elements or just things that are set up in the series that we never saw show up. We actually see Sam get the horn. We, we see this whole, we, we see the dragon glass. We see the whole thing. Like what comes of that? I mean, what actually 
comes of that there's there's dragon binder you know what i mean there's there's euron and his whole his whole mystical element and stuff so yeah. i don't with this whole like nymeria situation matt just proposing the idea that we could have like the aria show possibly and that's really the, the nymeria show or whatever and then you've got snow which is like john's thing you can do some of these things like again it's almost like george in his mind has to say do like a quick like i got my story i know where i'm going with winds of winter and i understand the end of that but there were things that weren't used that didn't we never saw that that, that are never going to get really seen by this huge like hbo audience or whatever that he could throw out there that would be really cool that they could kind of bring back in because earlier jimmy you had said like who could we see, right? We're talking about Tormund. We're talking about Benjamin. We're talking about uh, just, just different individuals and, and then different items, you know, different swords, different yeah. like magical items that could come into play. That would be sort of a big deal. Like what's the mystery? Well, there's there? also what? the time element to, to the story that, that we do know in the shows. We don't know it so much in the books yet. Right. But there's timeline hopping with brand. Yes. Yeah, for sure. That's for so sure. there's a lot you could play with here. I mean, you could even bend bend it genre bend it a little bit into some yeah. sort of weird sci fi stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I think what we need to do as people who have loved the books is we need to open up the world of ice and fire. We need to go back through and look up north of the wall references and start to look maybe back through even fire and blood. They mentioned some stuff at the wall. Um, when, yeah. uh, is it Jaharis goes to the wall? I can't remember. Yeah. 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 And, and he's yep the old King and they've got, yes. Uh, and his wife goes to the mole town. It's like the best. I love it. Um, <laughs> it's, but like, these are the things like we need to hear, like, were there any lore? Was there any stories, right? The Knights right. King and the Knights queen, like that's something that we could tap into. Um, it just makes you wonder that maybe there's something sitting in my world of ice and fire book that I'm not thinking about talking about North of the wall that could end up playing into the show. Yeah. Just, just an element of some, some magical thing. I mean, we just, yeah. Like the, the cover of the next book is a horn. I mean, I'll go, so, sorry, like, I don't know if that's official or not. Is it, is that official? Like, no, it is. It's funny. It's actually not official, but George has shared but, it so much that people just use right, it, but it's actually a fan okay. art. Yeah. Is it really? Is it's really? fan art. That's hilarious, though, like because maybe it's not. Maybe it has no significance and it's not going to be like I a, hope it becomes a, the book cover and they pay that guy, whoever made it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, really. But, so, yeah. uh, OK, not not to totally shift gears here, but so I looked up Kit Harrington's production company because he sort of created his own when he did um, Gunpowder, which was like a little mini. I liked it. I watched which it. Was, Right, which was a mini series. So I would imagine that he's already worked with some of these people with like writing and directing. So if I had to take a guess, just sort of other than that, he's really he hasn't Kit Harrington, to be honest, hasn't really been in a whole lot. I mean, Game of Thrones is like the majority of his mm -hmm. his career. And then he's like in How to Train Your Dragon as a voice role. And then he's going to be a much bigger deal in Marvel. Um, but in Eternals, he was probably only on screen for like 10 minutes. Um, now, he will have a huge he has a huge role coming, I believe um as dane whitman uh the black knight which is hilarious because that's sort of like who arthur dane flash possibly in the books john snow actually based off of right i wow. mean like it's wow. it's, it's it's totally like george like inspired you know like a lot of that stuff um off there so okay so the guy who wrote a lot of the episodes was a guy named um was just uh jonathan blakeson who really hasn't done a lot um, he has some upcoming show called Culprits, which is a Disney Plus show. Um, and he's worked with like Roseman Pike before. But um, he, because uh, this was like Kit Harrington, like developed the show, right? Um, one of the people who was in, in the cast of that is uh, Mark Gaddis, who um, the first thing I think about him of is in Sherlock. He plays Sherlock's brother, Mycroft. 
hmm. Holmes, but he is in Game of Thrones and he's um, Tycho Nestoris of the Iron Bank. Oh, interesting. Now, I'm not saying there's going to be any sort of connection there, but it's like just sort of thinking like, okay, well, it's worked well, with these people. And, and HBO does wrote episodes. People. Yeah, that guy wrote episodes for Sherlock. And it's like, dude, if I don't know. I mean, Kit like clearly is like, hey, he's gonna be part of the main cast, and like was the, like the one, you know, one of the people saying, hey, we're gonna bring him in, and it's like, dude, if you've got like at least him on the team, not saying that he is or anything, of course, but obviously he's worked with him and everything, and it's like, dude, Sherlock is like a freaking like one of the best written shows I've ever seen in my life. So you know, we have no idea who's who's at all working on it, but just sort of trying to you know pick some connections of people he's worked with with his own production team. Because so I think that's going to be where he goes first is here's the people I've worked with before. That typically, you know, seems to be the way that it uh, ends up going. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's interesting. Um, guys, I'm, I'm just looking up something real quick here because I, I found I found like I, I'm like, yeah, it's fascinating to think about like who's going to be involved and then you know, his team and all that, all that kind of stuff or whatever. But I'm still stuck on 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 like the story of this whole thing and like where where it's going to go. I'm dropping some stuff in our private chat here. Just different ideas as to things like mm. looking at, at comments where I don't know if you're reading that or not, Jimmy. But uh, someone had an idea. And I just want to give um, Sam Hussein here some credit, said that a great story or basis for the Jon Snow show is that like to start this whole thing off in the beginning, everyone's doing their own thing. Arya's doing her thing. Sansa's doing her thing. Jon's doing his thing. And then suddenly King Bran is assassinated or he disappears. And everyone is shaken out of their comfort life. Uh, they're, they're called back into action in order to find out what happens. Was he killed? Was it a faceless man? Arya investigates Essos. I mean, right there, this person's already created something. I mean, that's just one person that, you know, shout out to Sam here, who created a something that instigates kind of intrigue or, or whatever. So, again, we've just heard about this show and we've just started to kind of think about these things. But I guess, like... I haven't even really got my tinfoil cap all the way on yet to start really going <laughs> crazy. And some people have, you know, and they're really like giving this some thought as to like mysteries that you could kind of go into. And you could rope in Weirwood lore and Children of the Forest lore, Night Fort lore, all these different things. So I love this kind of stuff because, again, if they're going to do it, like it's cool to kind of think about what George might have up his sleeve yeah. in terms of, you know. A show like this yeah i think children of the forest is something that i've actually also thought about where would all that stuff gets played into it and it's like it's all going to depend on if john gets pulled back south of the wall that doesn't really exist anymore right like if he has to come south like that that's really what it comes down to because i mean just brand i know everyone was like why who had a better story but like we meme it but like the idea of his character being king opens up like all of the possibilities um, it reminds me a lot of like Paul and Dune in some ways. Um, so I, I'm here for it. Uh, I, yeah. I'd be down with that. Yeah. I mean, God, there's so many different directions you could go. I mean, does the realm know that Jon Snow is really the son of Rhaegar and Lyanna Stark? I don't think that, I don't think, I don't think like the realm really knows that. No, no. I think, I think some of like the inner, you know, higher, higher Lords do, but, I don't, I don't, I don't think Amelia Clark's going to be in it because I think she's got so much stuff going on. Um, yeah, but uh, well, you know, that's obviously season. that's a, <laughs> right. But I mean, you could still go with a young Griff, just like a young Griff that you didn't use at all, comes over and decides to attack as like a black fire, and then John, then people find out that John is the true heir, and they want him instead because you kill Bran or something. I don't know. I mean, there's like there's so many possibilities. It feels like we're either like you're going to go like way north and do your own thing 
or you're going way south. Does he feud with Sansa? Because Wildlings, you know, Sans Sansa's trying to rule the um who by the way, she isn't really doing like a whole lot. We've looked at her filmography. Uh, although she just had a kid, so she's yeah, she's on a kid not, number not, two not, now. So, yeah. So oh, I mean, just as in terms of acting, uh, she's not she's not doing a lot. Um, she'll probably be she'll probably get pulled into Marvel at some point uh here soon as they continue to expand the multiverse. Um but uh you know, maybe she, maybe this, she's like feuding with with John. He's like, "Hey, your wildlings keep coming in, and I'm trying to control the North up here." Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe he yeah, comes maybe south she... because some one of his siblings died, right? That, like, yeah, you... that's the beginning of the show, right? I mean, the, the, just think about that. How this do like it, if it starts with something like an assassination attempt, or someone is dead, or whatever, right? All of a sudden, like. Yeah, we're locked in. Think, that's yeah. like George ordained, and like he and he set this up. Because the brand thing, just real quick, fellas, look at the cave. I haven't done it yet. I haven't gone back and done this in a while. But look at what he's doing. I know he runs and he will leave the cave, and Hodor does this whole thing or whatever. But whoever he is sent there to see and, and to be with her, Jojen dies. I mean, Jojen is killed and he's ate by everybody up there. The, the children created the others. This is not a good place. These are not good people, and they don't. Brand does not get some special power there, and all of a sudden he's good. Like Blood Raven was actually uh, uh, like captured and attached to a freaking tree, could not leave, and he was their thrall. He was the like they used him. So I don't think people like look at that enough. And so I, when you think about like maybe alternate endings, I, mean, I think as as an author you might have all you know different ideas, different ways that you could go. Sure, he could be a king. Maybe all maybe Brand was always set up to be a king, just not the king we thought he was gonna be. You know what I mean? Like yeah, who knows, there's a lot man. of stuff. If you and if you connect that to like John, you know, going north and stuff, and we talk about all this stuff, maybe John's whole purpose in the show is to find out what start, like not what started, but like how to prevent the White Walkers from ever happening again, like never again, yeah. a long night. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and that just is a lore rabbit hole. Like they just get to dive in, right? They can right. get as weird as they want, right? Well, Jimmy, also too, think about this. You know, if um. Let's say you hear rumors as like John is figuring stuff out north and he's figuring out what's going on. He's trying to think about maybe he's reflecting a bit on what brand went through. Who was he in contact? No one really knows. He's just come back and he's changed and it's all this kind of stuff. If he explores this more and feels that there's a dark entity behind his power gain or whatever the access to Weirwoods, whatever it is that, that he has going on. And then he hears about rumors south where things are not so good and this benevolent King brand is maybe not everything that we think he should be. I, you know, I don't know. The assassination is also really cool, but there's just a lot to, to give it more weight, I guess, than just a mini series yeah. of him going around claiming sort of villages and stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you, th I, I just, I think the most likely scenario though, is we're at hard home. I would introduce Val. I would, I would have it be mm. like, I would probably have it. It needs to be like, you need to sort of build it out as like his thing. And then you sort of leave it with like a cliffhanger of introducing another character, like a bringing back, you know what I mean? Bringing back another character. Um, I think is probably, probably the, the most likely scenario and the way I think that they probably will, will do it. So I, I would probably have it mostly be about they're trying to rebuild hard home. And there's other wildlings out there that yes. are like, pissed off like hey you didn't yep. bring all the wildlings south man and we a lot of us died because of the the white walkers and so it's sort of yep. like a just a wildling conflict i would probably i would honestly but I, I would have it be val just the way that way you can bring in that character and you can do it i think it'd be interesting and then john gets a love interest well yeah 
yeah. then that's, and that's there's some other there's some other threat out there too yeah right that's one of those things like jimmy was talking about earlier what how like when you do you go beyond the uh, song of ice and fire arc or uh, you you do do that right but then you also bring in elements that you forgot like that the show forgot like right. the vowel element it was totally some we already see that in the books the show mm -hmm. never touched it and so that's that's one of those elements i guess that um what would be cool we mentioned young grip and, and different things and, and like you said you know i was i was saying too we say amelia clark's not in season one doesn't mean she's not in the season two and she shows up at the end like as a, like has been resurrected or that brand uh you know this whole quest he's fighting wildlings he's, he's you're making it his show but then he discovers something more uh to, to kind of extend this on and i just don't think it's going to be one thing i feel like yeah. it would be if it's post george's material i feel like he's heavily involved in that and he's going right. to be you know giving them a, like a good path forward he, he loves tv he wants to make good tv and these really cool moments he's like well actually here's some cool stuff you can do with brand and the weirwood network and things that i i was gonna you know work in in the series so yeah i think uh one of the things that could be really neat and i kind of like what matt said about hard home being rebuilt is and maybe not necessarily building a kingdom, but building a place where people don't have to bend their knee. You know, that's the true spirit of the North. And it is maybe a tribe thing uh, where people are saying, you know, you're setting up too much of a society out here. You know, we don't kneel to you or anyone. Right. And so you have this conflict of like, what is the North becoming? And then like at the end of season one, when the conflict is somewhat resolved or there's a peace, Tyrion shows up. And now, you know, the Iron Throne wants to colonize the North. And then you can you can explore imperialism this way. Mm -hmm. Or what if you had a red priestess or a priest show up? Because R'hllor is now unchecked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I got a, I got a kind of crazy idea just because I was looking up other actors who are in Game of Thrones. And I was like, oh, there's if you're doing a Jon Snow show, the one character you have to bring back, I think, is Sam. Yes, so I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking up what John Bradley's doing. Not a whole lot. But do you remember the the one plot thread that everybody thought was going to be a big deal was Gilly's baby? Remember, because mm -hmm. they kept giving the babies to the to the others. But it it felt like maybe for a while, like the Night King, like wanted that baby, like that was like we were like, what's oh, the yeah. deal? Why was it yeah. such a deal? Well, what if something's going up with that baby? Yeah, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> throwback. Yeah, right, dude. There's so like, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, to think about like things that were. All the things that never came up that we never figured out, the Crips of Winterfell, the babies, the horn, all the stuff that's like there. You, could, that start, like, what you the? could start. I would start like five. I would make it like four to five years later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and then I think then that. Hey, then that kid be like five or six. And it's like, hey, something's up with this kid, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you could even throw that in a show that is about like, you know, the Iron Throne trying to colonize the North like that. That would fit right. in there. Right. Right. Because mm -hmm. Sam shows up with his kid, things start happening. I mean, you could do because remember, like, remember, like that was like a whole deal. Like, first of all, like they were giving the babies to Craster, and he was like turning them into not just whites, but like white walkers. Yeah, yeah. Remember, because he was touching yeah. them and like the and the blue eyes and everything, and you know something yeah, weird about that. that. Like they, Some, never something weird with that baby. I know any of that stuff. Like we don't you know, get. It's just crazy. With, uh, no matter how you feel about you know everyone listening, no matter how you feel about a Jon Snow show or a sequel to this television series, it honestly is pretty cool that we're even asking these questions right now. It's like, freaking sick. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but like when this is where like my analytical brain kind of turns off, and I just I'm a fan again. 
You know what I mean? And yeah, we're just yeah. having fun. Like this is the this is the shit we loved back then. Like, yeah. what are they gonna do at the wall? You know, it, there there was right. always some question. And if anything, this has at least made me uh, think about you know what what is next. I never thought we'd ask that these questions. No, right? So, to that's me, the that's fun. the that's the super exciting thing because yeah, we 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 never assumed that we would go past. We thought it was done and over, but no, yeah. it's like well. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, my it's, my God, like that's yeah. like the crate. That's the craziest thing, and that's the best part about it because there's tons of storylines that they didn't do, and tons of storylines that, like, I mean, who knows? It could be John's like stuff's weird with him because he was resurrected. Yeah. yeah, dude. People forget yeah. the resurrection piece, by the way, people and like dragon and, and dragon dreams again. and wolf dreams and like all this stuff. Like you could, he might be warging yeah. this whole show. He might just be warging in the shit. You yeah. know, a character, a guy we need to go look up is um. I I, I never remember the actor's name, but whoever plays Tormund Giants Bane, because to me, he um like you can't. I don't know how you could do the show without him. No, he ha no. Yeah. I think he'll be in it. I think like he's uh, like the one person that like yes. has to be in it. Yeah. I, if if there was going to be one other person that I would say is for sure going to be in this show other than Kit Harrington, it would be Tormund, uh, who was excellent in season two, episode one of The Witcher, like killed. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 He yeah. Looked slim and trim and no beard. It was weird. He's a good looking fellow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, he has to be there because he's he's riding with him, right? I mean, I'm trying to remember the yeah, end. He rides. I, I I'm kind of actually a little hazy too. Um, yeah, yeah, he's just there. They're they're, they're riding. They're riding. So I totally thought Tormund was gonna die. I was like, dude, it seems so. Same right. fans loved him because. Do you think maybe plus plus? Well, first of all, Gwendolyn Christie, by the way, yeah, has she... came out came out and said I'd be down. Right. So just think. Brian Tormund could still happen. I would watch a show entirely on that because it's yeah. like, just married with children, but it's like, Tormund dude, and imagine, imagine that the season ends and like Sam shows up on a boat and he's got Brianne with him. Like, and Brianne comes north, and it's like the look on Tormund's face, like, <laughs> like she's back. Like, <laughs> I never thought I'd see her again. Like, it would be well hilarious think about that doesn't she ever squire well pod's not he's now a part of the it, it, trying me i'm trying oh to yeah here. christopher hive jew h-i-v-g-j-u it's norwegian i can't you know <laughs> get lottie she's you know closer yeah, over there yeah <laughs> yeah but it's at the end it was sam so sam's still a brother of the night's watch right or does he something happened to no her? he's a maester the so Night's Watch is like dead. The night there, there is no more Night's Watch. Yeah, so that's it. Well, that's my question. So, like, so there, there is no more Night's. So, are they take the rest of the wall down? I mean, like that is that what probably I think they just with left the, it. What the? Yeah, with the I think it's just the, remnants just, of the past. Yeah, because when yeah. they, because yeah, because when they they walk through the wall, even though there's an enormous hole, I don't know why they're walking through the gate. Right. But. So <laughs> Sam is just so Sam is now just free to kind of so he's going to be there in King's Landing. So like Brand could uh, like send essentially. Sam or Brienne or whoever north to John, right on on some errand or something, some mission. I mean, right. I mean that that, that could be a possible way that you would get them up there for the show. Or something. It could be a totally new threat. Yeah, the children yeah. of the forest could emerge. Like it could be anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he he's tapped into all the mystical whatever. He can foresee something and say, "Hey, this is this is happening." Get to let you don't even have to have the the actor in it. Like there's just a letter from right. the king. You know. So yeah. So. 
uh, Tormund Giantsbane, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name anymore, um, yeah. is in two things coming out in the near future. 2022, a movie called Distant, and 2023, a movie, uh, Cocaine Bear, which actually I've seen a little, like, read a little bit about. It sounds really funny. Um, it's like Elizabeth Banks and uh, Carrie Russell and stuff like that. Um, but it's like, that's sort of it. Like okay. that's that's his that's that's, that's his roles, and one of them is in post production, so it's already done. S- sign him. Uh, I, I'm sh- you know. Like oh, I'm pretty is- sure he already is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say so. Wow, yeah, because it just makes it so much more. I don't know, like like interesting, yeah. you know, because he's a big leader for and, that wilding and, group. And he's and he's another guy. It's like you, um, he hasn't really, honestly, been in a ton of stuff outside of game of thrones like he's he's done a, he's done quite a bit of television where it's like one episode here you know four episodes yeah. here like he did eight episodes of the of this one show but like it's kind of it mm-hmm. wow so i mean Tormund though is the one that we're like okay he's gonna be there it's not gonna change the story or anything but it's like he's the one character that's like i don't know how you could do it without him like just because he's he's like john's buddy and they're gonna be right there yeah yeah it would feel very weird without him i would say yeah. yeah, depending on how they could do it 10 years, 20 years in the future and say he died. But then you got to age up kit, which I don't think is going to work if you try to do 20. Like, that's a little bit. I th- I, th- I do. I do. I do think it's going to be like two to three years in. You think I think it would, I, I'm, I'm going to guess five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm five. I think is a, is a more is a more likely scenario, but I don't think it I don't think it picks up like immediately following. We may yeah. get a scene that picks up like immediately following or something. But yeah. I do. I do think it's going to be. I do think it's going to be a little bit in 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 the future. Yeah, guys. I just got done rewatching. This was. Uh, I was just making some content earlier, and I was. I was watching the part where they all go up and and stab John. Even little. What's his name? Ollie. That little boy. Ollie. There's Ollie. a show only character. Yeah. Show only character steps up there and just like nods for a second, hesitates, and freaking stabs him, and it just enraged me. Just absolutely enraged me. So I mean, I mean, maybe there's some some people up there that still need to answer for. I mean, no, he hung them all, but like, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm still mad about it. So like, Ed fetched me my block. <laughs> I don't know, but wow, just wild to think so too that the wall would be, you know, I mean, he's ex- like people are going yeah north of the. That's wall what I'm saying. The the north is now hospitable. I mean, we saw the snow melting. I right. I think I think colonization just seems like something that would fit then like the narrative yeah. like that is a very complex thing there's gonna be two sides of it he's gonna be going against his sister possibly mm-hmm. and his brother and uh there there could be some family feuds there i mean it, i think yeah. it could be really really interesting yeah and wow. there's so there's so much of the north we didn't even explore too like yes. as i looked at it, it's like the land of always winters like up and over there yep. it's like we, we really only get like a little bit in and if some of that's begun to melt perhaps yeah. and 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 fade away which could be a difference um as well all Climate of the change new, could be wreaking all, havoc in the north all of the new creatures and everything that could be be well, you know be be beginning well what if to say what is to say that it, that's it i mean like it sounds weird but like what's to say that that's not actually the thing like if it's now a be. hospitable land mm-hmm. and you know Sans has been growing the Northern Empire. Then That's what I'm saying, then it becomes like land dispute and getting into their territory, and you know all this. Stuff. Well, yeah. then they find Rob's will, and he's actually there to Winterfell. And like, oh yeah. boy, wow, <laughs> wow, yeah, wow. 
Well, I mean, you, you even have the idea of like Essos. I mean, like and the Iron Bank being involved and wanting to, you know, uh, if it if put it, in property, yeah, there, yeah, put someone in charge over there. Like we're not Some getting any tax, we're not getting any taxes from that place, you know. So you start to kind of add add that whole element, which would make it feel kind of real, you know. It, it would add that yeah. reality element while there's mystical stuff sort of emerging too. Yeah, I I think that the heart of this story will be definitely realism. Uh, I I believe that. And if George has any involvement, there's going to be a conflict of like the heart. Um, that and the thing that I think of in the story where I could see that conflict arising is between the Stark children, mm-hmm. um, because they kind of control everything at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just makes you wonder. Yeah. Makes you wonder. So okay, so I pulled up a list of like Game of Thrones plots that like didn't finish. Right. Um, the prince that was promised was a thing that was discussed, and then Arya descends up, killing the Night King. <laughs> the, I, <laughs> well, I still think I still think that it, it, in in some way it's sort of explained because you could argue that John was the one that actually like united everyone mm-hmm. to sort of like defeat it. So like in a way, in a way, I could see that, but that's not to say that they don't finish it out uh, as as something in this. In the, I mean, the series is clearly going to be like John. Kang's is clearly writing it about something. I don't know what it's going to be, but like Quaith just up and disappeared. Um, yeah. The White Walker's behavior was never explained. So like from literally the first shot, the White Walkers are poised as the big bads of the entire series. And while whether or not their grand finale was a little underwhelming is up for debate. One thing we can all agree on is their behavior was completely unexplained. Remember at the very beginning, we were shown how they arranged bodies and the weird symbols and we that there was no explanation for that symbol. Then there was the White Walker baby. As you recall, whenever one of Craster's mm-hmm. daughters bore him a child, the infant, the infant was uh, deposited in the wood and left to some kind of sacrifice to the walkers. When we finally saw what the walkers did with the babies in the woods, it was revealed at a touch that the skin turned pale and the eyes turned white. So what gives? Is it a White Walker now? Right? Mm-hmm. Did it just did it just immediately turn and then grow up, or is it still there? But it's the Night King that turns it. So what's to say that it isn't dead when John or when Arya mm-hmm. um, killed it? Maybe he maybe because he's he was still a White Walker kid, he's still out there because he was too far away. Or something. how did the Night King become the Night King? Mm-hmm. Well, we 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 did kind of see that. Oh, that's right. It's the children of the. I'm, I'm fresh the in the books. I'm so fresh. Right. In the exactly. Books. No, I know. Sometimes yeah. you have to. It's like. Because they there's there's some definitely some big big differences. So he could still be he could be like a five or six year old, and maybe he's aged up. So maybe there is still one White Walker left, and maybe he's built an army. Maybe he's ticked. Um, yeah, it's like also what about the time when Sam seemed to, be, seemed to be in the White Walker's clutches, but they gave him an instant stare and let him go? Shouldn't that have been drafted into? An, why wasn't Sam put into the army of the dead? That was interesting. So there's definitely still White Walker mysteries uh, that's, yeah. that still exist. Mirror Reed just sort of left uh you know uh, (laughs) like you know but whatever i mean you know um uh robert aaron is still out there it's like man he seemed like he was gonna be important nothing ever happened um oh this uh this this was interesting hold on um cersei told let me see here this is saying yeah because there is a difference of cersei and her babies right um Remember Cersei said that she had in the in the books, it's like totally different. But in the show, remember she said she had a baby. Cersei said she, mm-hmm. she had a baby that that was that was Roberts. Yeah. Uh, that died of a fever not long after birth. And while Cersei had a tendency to be sneaky and say whatever served her aims, we know this kid was real thanks to independent verification from Robert himself. So what gives? Maggie's prophecy 
came up at, uh, after this re revelation saying like um, all your kids, you know, uh, will will die um, or like, is it just a case of sloppy writing or whatever? So I always actually thought that because Gendry said that um, it, a show only theory, I think, is that Cersei could actually be Gendry's uh, mom because uh <laughs> Well, in theory, it kind of actually works out because Gendry says that some blonde woman came to mm -hmm. visit him. Came to visit him. Um, mm -hmm. Came came to visit him. So that baby would have had to have actually survived somehow. Mm -hmm. And Cersei, Ga Cersei couldn't because I just don't, you know, unless it actually died of a fever, right? You know, or whatever. Then Cer maybe unless Cersei would have killed it because it was Roberts. Don't think so. I don't know. Maybe she maybe she gave it up because she thought Jamie would kill it, and then. Mm -hmm. That there's so you there is actually plots to suggest that Gendry could actually be Robert's true, tr the true son of Robert and uh Cersei because he said that his mom was blonde, huh? How See, that would play into the snow show, I don't know, but you know, it just depends on what route well, they they want to go. No, it's just the idea that there are different, there are still these these plots, these threads, things that were questions, uh, definitely not answered. And I mean, I go back to you can go back to any of all of our season eight theories and stuff, look at all the stuff that people were writing in and all the things that were just like, well, that never has came up whatsoever. Like there's just nothing came of any of these things, the Crypts of Winterfell, the Stark of Winterfell, just different stuff that that happened that well, that I'm sorry, that didn't happen. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's there is a lot you could kind of maybe go back to or whatever. And then I also wonder, you know, Matt, you often bring up like uh zero Pharrell and like the things that George put into the show that were George things that I, in my mind, I just think like, and when writing the books, he was probably like, I didn't do that. Maybe I wish I would have, or I had a couple different paths there and I chose yeah. this one and this one went to the wayside, but let me give that to the show. Cause it's kind of a cool thing. I just feel like there's a ton of that stuff with him. Cause he, he trims, he edits, he just has so much his, it's just like a, <laughs> like his world. Uh, and, and in his mind and the way these things things uh, doesn't he talk about it like growing this ever like just growing sort of like he's got to trim some stuff up and it just seems to keep going outward and not really coming back to a, a point where he's going to wrap it all up. He loves to just expand and leave these back doors and just ways in which you can kind of, you know, move forward with uh, yeah. characters or I don't know. It's just there's so much. You know the um here's an, I found another site that's doing the same thing. Um, why the others even came back in the first place. Like. To, yeah. like to this yeah. to this extent was never was never explained remember and season season eight i think it's episode two um it's either episode two or episode one where you see the the sigil that the that the white walkers burned right yep. uh like in in into that wall like hey we're we're coming for you i think at the uh, the umber house right and it was like again that sigil was never you know that that sigil again as we said a little bit ago was it was totally never explained so like what their point is or whatever. So um, and then perhaps the horn of winter. Remember Sam when they or when they find the dragon glass, there's that horn there. And yeah, so Ezra's what, saying, Ezra said, is he going to get the horn of winter? Well, yeah, what's to say? What's to say that Sam didn't give it to him? And then John's like got this horn with him. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah, like, like, yeah, he told. Yeah. I mean, that's, that could be a whole thing. He sounds that horn. Who freaking knows? They say it can wake giants. <laughs> like, right. you know, I was like. I mean, no one sounded it. He's like, hey, you can have this back or whatever. And then, boom, we're on some magical adventure where it's like waking up winter. Matt, you've talked about going to the heart of, of don't they call it the heart winter. of winter? Yeah. Right? Like, too many things are, are were way unanswered. And yeah. I think George knows where, that. And, yeah. Because um, in the scene where the, in the scene where the children of the forest create the Night King, it's like green. 
it's all green, all grass. Mm -hmm. And then I think that I think he's actually I think when we see them again, when Bran. It's either it's either the kid, the baby they take or whatever. They're in that same spot. And it's and it's all winter because you see them because you see them walking through. I think it's I think it's maybe when Bran does the vision and he touches him. Okay, which still could be could still end up being the whole thing is like Bran goes that, you know, crazy. Oh, I'm telling you, he was touched by the by the Night King and the Night King was going like straight at straight after. So, okay, let's just let's just real quickly. One more time here. I want to say this out loud that George, when they sit down, Dan and Dave, they're like, all right, man, we've got this kind of figured out here. He gave them like phase one, right? You got all this books, all this material and stuff. Eventually, he di- I read all the freaking articles when season eight came out. At some point, they came. They said, George, we need to finish this. And he said, well, I'm not done. I have two books to write, right? So he gives them this outline as to where he wants to go. Bran's going to be let's – say, let's say he just hypothetically said Bran is a bad guy. Bran is going to turn. He's going to be the Night King. He's going to be – George, we can't do that. Like, like, that's not something we can do. You know, <laughs> well, we'll make him king, but I mean, that's, I, we, we haven't set up that, that, that device. There is nothing in the show that we, well, I know guys, like you didn't really, I mean, it's not, it's not finished. I mean, I just feel like there's so much of that. This is why I'm fascinated. And I cannot wait to see when the books come out. We'll never know how, how much he was influenced by it or whether he changes stuff or whatever. But I just kind of feel like if J- Jimmy, you've said like, maybe they, aban- like they stopped collaborating with him to, to some degree and like trying to push his vision forward maybe it kind of he felt left behind he gets he gets depressed well he knows where his story is going i mean did he share with them on that like back in the late 2000 like or um whenever he met with them in 2010 or not whenever it was did he tell them the end then like did he tell them the end of the series and so they were writing towards the end i've just never felt like they were writing towards the end of the series until yeah. like until like season four or five, they come like, all right, dude, we are about to pass you by. How does this bad boy wrap up? And I think, okay, that's a problem. That that sucks. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't think that, I think they really thought he was going to release the final two books. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I and, do too. I, de- I definitely think they, they all thought he was going to release it. And so that just makes me think though, that there's, there's a probably a ton of stuff that like he is setting up. And when we look at, cause okay, why are people so, upset about the ending of season eight and stuff like because they're like it's not lining up with where we think things are really going to go kind of in in the books like not exactly i mean it's maybe some of those bigger you know points or whatever right. but like it's just not adding up for people they don't see danny doing the things that she's doing although matt and i have looked at the bells pretty pretty pretty, pretty regularly and the bells are ringing and i think she's going crazy but like jimmy said the whole you know the, the whole um Cer- cersei kind of going to cast Cass- rock and, and just just different things that i the way he's going to move pieces around is, is so different. And I even think the actual outcomes of characters, they may be mm, like, it's a stretch. I feel like it's going to be a stretch as to where they're actually at. And they like, they, like they could not get them to where George wanted them to go because they hadn't set up lady Stoneheart. They hadn't set mm-hmm. up all these other things that were happening. And so they used Beric Dundarian. I mean, you know I mean, like they, they didn't have area Hota. No, they didn't have. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just it's bonkers how many things they don't have. Set Victor, Vic, so like, yeah. can we just run through. Can we just run through Sorry. all the characters? Victorian Greyjoy, not yeah. even in, not even in the show. Massive no. in the book. No, like, yeah. like you could do the crack at like, all the stuff that we think Euron's Endgame is going to be. You could totally, you could totally do High Tower. By the way, 
high old town and high tower have been built up to be this thing mm-hmm. right lord leighton high tower and everything that's going on there you can see the wall from there mystical powers books marwin the mage is off doing his thing the sphinx is there i mean literally there is like a never any there are like whole sections that are just like gutted and it's it just it will make a lot more sense and in, in there'll be more kind of um, there's even time. There's still two books to see significant turn in, in, in characters. Danny, by the way, has just been taken off. We may start to see the cracks of madness uh, in base Dothrock. We, we may start to see her really mm. go, go go mad at this point and say, that's it. I'm done with this whole politically. I, to, what I mean, you, just, you know, you don't, we y- don't know. Yes. Yes or no. Do you think now that we like again, now that we've opened Pandora's box of going past like the books, which is just like in, insane, crazy. Like it's just it is it is it is insane. I mean, do you do you think do you think and do you think within the next ten years we'll see Amelia Clark, uh, you know, Daenerys target yes. resurrected and come back? Like, Abs- I'm sorry, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. Absolutely, <laughs> I if I were writing this thing, okay, I, if I were writing this thing. I would literally, you go do all your spooky stuff up there, right? All the different things. Exactly what Matt said, right? You, you carry us along. Jimmy said it. Like, we're, we're doing our thing with the wildlings. We're, we're building stuff back up or whatever. But what would shock the world? What is They know what it would be. They know that right. they have the device in a Game of Thrones to say, what would bring people back to this table? We already brought John, but we got we got. Well, I mean, the thing. Yeah, Here I mean the thing is, bring in Lady Stoneheart. They just bring right. her like, in. Yeah. <laughs> like the like the craziest thing about this though is like is like we keep like I don't know. It's just the way we it's the way we do it. Is we're like oh like we're like they they you know like oh they'll do this they'll do this like that's HBO like Kit Harrington is the one who wrote this or is like is like came up with this like idea right so it's like it's pitching it yeah what yeah. do you think what do you think he wanted what story ah. did he did he want to finish or at least open to more ideas of Jon Snow. I think it has to be. Uh, so it, it, my gut tells me this is going to be a character driven show. Like it's going to be right. about Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and maybe what he leaves behind once he's dead. Right. Um, and that's and, what I yeah. expect. And so we, as, uh, as and I looked, as and I looked at this, um, and I think maybe we talked about it on your live stream too, Jimmy, like you look at when this was written or like when this idea would have had to have come in his mind was like, cause he was in rehab in like 2019, like after game of Thrones, like he was in, he was in rehab and then it was the pandemic because we did the math and we said, George said there's X shows and whatever. And then George said, yeah, it's been pitched for about a year and all these other ones. So like, that means he was probably writing and coming up with his idea when he's like going through like one of the worst times of his life. Yeah. Okay. And he was thinking, and he was thinking about Jon Snow. And so it's like, you look at the things that Jon Snow, it would be going through. So he, he went North, right? Which he was, remember he was banished North. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. John was banished to the North. Yep. Arya, all, everybody sails off, right? Mm-hmm. Arya goes off. He can't see Sans anymore. He has to go North. Um, he generally loved Daenerys, but had to kill her and did it for the realm. Yeah. He also, <laughs> he also was the heir to the Iron uh, Throne, but he didn't want it. Uh, yeah. And so like, he's going to, and so like, we're, you know, he thought for his whole life, Ned Stark was his dad. He thought he was a Stark, but yeah. now he's like a Targaryen. So what's to say he doesn't try to learn more about Rhaegar and like 
dragon figure stuff stuff out and what's to say he doesn't get correspondence from ravens from brand and all these other people like telling him about it and everything and maester Eamon, who he loved was one like it was you're, actually he was related to like you're one of the last i think it's gonna be a lot of this reflection yeah. yeah 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 that's what i think i i almost feel like a character driven miniseries where like john has to like kind of settle with everything that's happened um with but there obviously needs to be some sort of conflict right um, I don't know what that would be. Um, and then him overcoming that is him overcoming that, I think, is realizing who he is, which is the freaking king of the realm, man. Not the king of the north. He's the king of the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll just be him chopping logs and they like, does he have, hey, does he have does he have dragon dreams? Does he have wolf dreams? What would I be? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's it's kind of a mixed bag. Look, refresh my memory r- real quick on something. So, John Snow is banished because you have the Unsullied who are there. Right, they're upset, right. and Brand's just trying to what negotiate kind of um. Right, it's part of the it's part of the Unsullied not going around and starting another war. Right, and they they they'll leave if he's exiled or whatever kind kind of yes. thing. Right, but then they leave, so it's like then he could come back. Yeah, that was weak. That was very. Yeah, we, I, was, I know that was. That was definitely. Yeah, there's so many things that I'm just sort of like, wait, didn't he do a service to the realm? Why I are mean, we put? Why are we letting the unsullied tell us what to do, Brandon? Like, I mean, I, you know, just like it would be one thing for. if Kit was like this mega fan, like Henry Cavill is for The Witcher, right. where you know he know. I don't think Kit's that guy. Like, I don't think Kit's right. reading Duncan Egg tomorrow and being like, we need to tie this in. You know, I just don't see that happening. So I think it's more right. about the character. But who knows? Maybe it is Jon Snow up north, and then he gets a raven from Sansa saying, Dorne has rebelled. Uh, or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, here's something interesting. I, I truly believe this, actually. And I, I, I would love to be proved right on this. And I just I'm throwing it out here. I just when I was reading around in, in, in season eight, all the different conversations that were happening, the times where they met, where the team met and hearing that, you know, if um, if Kit was close to um, Dana Dave and, and they talked and they shared information, they might have shared a plot point that George gave them that like they're like, ah, we just can't do that. Kit, sorry. Like, it's just something we can't do because uh, our, our, it's just not matching up. So after they do the table reading and they all kind of have their moment, they talk through more stuff and. If he's if he was friends with them, which is, I think somebody mentioned here, like he, there was yeah. a closeness. Well, then why wouldn't they have shared some of that stuff or why wouldn't he have talked it to, to George and, and learned more about that? And if something was told to him that he thought was really cool, he might have come back to the table and said, George, what if we do that? Like, what if we go ahead and do that thing that we didn't do? That would have been really cool. I just feel like 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 you said, Jimmy, he's not a guy who's like, you know diving into theories and, and really like coming and saying all right i really know like where i it, like this was going and all the breadcrumbs that george was like no someone <laughs> told him something or like you said character driven what's he dealing with too combination yeah what if john goes up north and then he figures out that the doom is about to strike westeros yeah wow wow uh, that that's a pet thing for me because I think the Doom and Valeria is like the coolest thing in all the lore. Yeah, but the do that's a big question mark, and it's like, what if he goes up there and he has some dreams and Valeria and holy smokes, dude! That, see, that's the thing. Already in lore, there is a device wherein which a whole group is just wiped out 
right? Yeah. Like major stuff happens and they have to like their whole empire is destroyed or whatever. I think one of our, our commenters, it might have even been Sam earlier, who talked about like uh, like the, the Dawn Empire and all these different things. Mm-hmm. The elements that you could bring back from we're, we're so focused on Westeros, but like we have no and in a shy, we have no idea what what army or mystical thing is going on there. That could be a great dark darkness that's coming. A doom could be like some spell casting could be going on. I mean, from what we hear about in, in legends and lore, right, is that the like the, the hammers, uh, they're at the neck, the flooding of the neck, and then the the basically the arm of Dorne being where the first men come over, and then like the children doing their magical spells and 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 laying low. That I mean, it's just. <sighs> They could also be introducing something that we don't even know exists yet. That's like about to change everything forever. I mean, Valerion came back from Valeria with a chunk out of him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Exactly. What in the world happened in Valeria? Yeah. (laughs) What happened? What happened? It, it, Euron lies in the book, right? He didn't. He was actually in Karth, probably got Dragonbinder from, from somewhere in Karth. He really <laughs> didn't go through all of that because no one would. No one makes it. No one lives. I, I believe mean, George did confirm that Euron went to Valeria, though. Did he really? I believe he did say that. I might be wrong. Someone in the comments can tell me if I'm wrong. But I thought in an interview, someone said, did Euron really go to Valeria? And he was like, yes. Wow. That's, that's actually awesome then because people – that was unclear, right? People were kind of like, oh, was he fishing around? I, I could be wrong, though. I might be misremembering. No, I've read so much shit at this point. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, either way, that would be really cool to kind of explore the Valyria stuff and then bring it up. Y- you know, yeah, just just talk about some of that. I mean, Makoro. This... Yeah. Do you think Jon Snow's going to have a kid? What if he's already married and has a kid? I think this show? absolutely. I think he has to have a family, but like also like how I think I think your point about them bringing in Val as a character for this show only makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and then being, you know, then it's like a, the wildling prince and you have all these things. I doubt that we're going to get a super lore heavy show out of Kit Harrington. Mm-hmm. I think it's more going to be about the duty and heart and person, yeah. the, the person that Jon Snow is. Yeah, I, th- I think he wants more closure for that story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in all, on, in all honesty, I feel like John's story kind of ended on like a pretty, like to me, his story ended on like one of the best, is... like sort of notes. But clearly, Kit Harrington has an idea for it, which is like the most. Intri- to me, it's just so it's so it's the most intriguing thing because it's like, man, what what story did he still want to tell? Exactly. Because remember, if because if you go look at his interviews. Um, leading into season eight, he's like, man, it's depressing. Little did we know he actually had an alcohol problem and had actual depression, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, well, I, I felt like he thought like season, I mean, uh, so he stabs Danny. He, Arya stabs the Night King, right? Which was supposed to be John's moment. Right. So what, did, I mean, yeah, the fact that they had that stare down and didn't fight is like, Oh, it was like, I mean, Dan and Dave essentially said in the after episode, they said, you know, it was supposed to be like basically it was supposed to be John, but we gave it to Arya. <laughs> it's like, all right, I, I guess. Know. Why? Probably because they looked and said, oh man, she did all that assassin shit just to kill Water Frey, which she could have done anyways. Right. I mean, guys, it was mishandled. I don't know. I like, I was still sort of okay, only because um, Arya did have that sort of prophecy around her and like the blue eyes and. Melisandre said, "Like, oh, we meet again. Like, it's still like, I mean, again, it's John. It should have been like sort of John, but 
I was like, I wasn't, I, I wasn't totally against the idea of it being of it, I'm of not it the being a season eight hater. There, there's a lot bigger haters. I love the first. I yeah, still, I yeah. still, I still like the first three episodes. Man, I thought they were, I thought they were sick. Episode four was like, oh, it I just, thought, it, it should have been flipped, and it should have been the Night King stuff should have been the end of the thing. Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, I have some hot takes about season eight. I think the last, oh, the, yeah. the last episode's first half is phenomenal. Oh, with the so, dragon wings I, and everything. Oh I yeah, yeah, phenomenal. I actually, I thought that episode was fine. Like for me, it was like a seven point five out of ten episode. I've seen oh, you, a lot of other shows. I've seen there in the wing, like yeah, yeah the wings, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, yeah, when John yeah. stabs her. I mean, yeah, I mean the episode like, as a whole. I mean, it's really, really, really hard to finish any sort of story that's been yeah. so built up for so long. A lot like the big problem is like episodes four and five, and it's like. Uh, this feels like episode four is honestly the worst episode of Game of Thrones. It's like Easy. Euron just sort of comes out of like, you know, yeah, but he yeah. like he like RKO's a dragon out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. And then and it's just like, <laughs> dude, it's like, what the heck? And then like, and then like five was just like Danny going mad. Like I'm actually I, I have always said I I'm not in the a lot of people are saying there's no evidence for Danny to go mad. I disagree with that. I didn't like it. But I do believe there's tons of evidence to say that she the possibility exists for her to go mad. Yeah. I didn't like that she did. Um, but whatever you went, you went down, you went, you went that route. Um, and then episode that I that I thought the ending actually was just sort of, you know, it was okay. I, a lot of other shows have had like a lot of other shows have like cliffhanger endings because like we might come back or whatever, or, you know, and they just but they said it's a definitive ending. So we thought uh, and yeah. if, if I'm being honest, I remember watching it. So I got married two days before. So I was in Vegas and right. it was the last day. And I said, hey, everyone, I'm going to be unavailable for about an hour and a half. And I went up to the room and I watched the last episode in my hotel room. And I didn't look at the Internet because I was on vacation. Like I was like, as soon as it's done, I'm going down the casino floor. Mm-hmm. And if I'm being 100 percent honest with you guys, I re- I remember like looking at my wife who wasn't into the show at all. She didn't watch or anything. Yeah. And I said, that was pretty good. And I went downstairs and my friend, my two best friends were there. And um, I said, what'd you guys think? They said, I liked it. I said, oh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't yeah. until I got home that I realized I found out everyone hated it. Like I had no yeah. idea. And so then that makes me feel weird because I do think there's super valid criticisms of the last season and the last episode, whatever. Right. Right. Um, I do remember laughing a bit during the King's council, which I don't think I should have been laughing during that moment. No. Right. Like that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> um, so again, I'm not saying it's perfect or anything, but I just remember being like, Oh, okay. Like it's over. Like I was just, I don't know. Yeah. And it's weird because you wonder what it would be like without the, this, like what we do right. and, and what all the commentary and all these things, and the people that I know that aren't involved in the internet seem to be okay with it. And I will say binging yeah. it now. The people who are binging now do not have that t- that 10 years almost of, of buildup. Right. right. Totally different experience. Um, right. So it's just my mom. Like my mom watched all of Game of Thrones, had no like anything about it in like a week, which is still like insane. Wow. That, that's just what that's that's what she did. And she said she she said she um she said she she thought it ended well. Her her she like was texting me throughout, you know, and it's like whatever. She's like binging it, so it's like not. She watched it in a week. She's like, I hate that they killed the Mandalorian. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like just not like not taking the time, you know, to like really like because she's just watching it straight through. Like yeah, you know, right, so span right. a few days. So you don't like it's not like we have time to sit and learn all the characters and theorize and everything. She said the Night King should have been the end. 
Like, and it was like, agreed. I think that's what everybody yeah. ultimately. Mm. I think honestly, if you had flipped it around and you had just done King's Landing, even if let's say John stabbed Danny because she burned down King's Landing, she's like, it'll be mine. And he's like, well, we have to defeat the White Walkers. And she's like, it doesn't matter. I'll take them down too. You know, we'll rebuild after that. And he's like, or she can kill her. She just died during right. for the bat the battle. Right. And then, yeah, yeah. And then she just yeah. died. And then she dies during the battle. And then John kills the Night King. And then I think like, you just literally you just flip it around. I think everyone would have been I think everyone would have been way way more fine with it. Is it yeah. Matt just fixed season eight? <laughs> it's literally just like well, like, and there was a lot of problems in seven. Seven yeah. I, for my yeah. for my money, seven was worse than eight. Right. Just saying. But I will say this that no matter how you ended it, like because we have to put ourselves in the in the pre-season eight like mm -hmm. mindset, which is where everyone's at. Everyone that watched it when it was coming out was in that pre-season eight mindset where we all generally believed. And the, the thing that made the show like the end of the show as successful as it was, was once we got past the books nobody had any clue what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And we literally were all theorizing because we had seen the red wedding. We had seen the purple wedding. We had seen Ned Stark get us, you know, killed. And we're like, Oh my God, that we all generally believed anybody could win. I mean that was the thing. It was right. it was like it's almost yeah. like a game. It like it is the Game of Thrones, but it's like it's like sports teams, right? It's like March Madness. It's like anybody can win, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. like the everyone's like people were saying the Lannisters could legitimately win because like we had that's what we had been up. So it's like it's hard to go back and view the show like now, you know, like because you you weren't there in like that moment of the anticipation not knowing. was insane yeah. the anticipation was so insane and in yeah. a way the books not being finished actually aided the show to be as big that's why i actually said i, do, I believe so as well i said this to you guys i said the wheel of time i never thought it could be as big as game of thrones ever because the books are finished yeah. right right i can well, just go find out what happens but i i yes. i'll say that i dis i'll say that i disagree um because Plowing through the boys has totally changed my perception of how any sort of adaptation can go. Well, certainly because because they're going in a in a in a different direction, uh, quite a bit uh, yes. different different direction, to be honest. And it's so actually much better <laughs> than oh yeah. Like, than than the than the comics and, and like the plot of the comics actually isn't bad, but a lot of the animation is like not great, and it's just like it's whatever um but everything that they've changed from it is like so much better that i actually think again like like wheel of time for example man actually now it's like i have it's actually caused me to sort of even reevaluate that show it's like i'm fine with them changing stuff if it's better well yeah but, adaptations yeah. uh people get this confused a lot of times and my friend ap um he is a phd in fantasy narratives which is Ooh. fascinating but he also has a very big passion for um adaptations and he does it all the time on his channel his channel is called the uh the critical dragon or a critical dragon mm -hmm. and uh he actually talks about this all the time and he says a good adaptation does not mean they went line for line from the book that is not how that works um and he talks about like different types of shows that really move away from the source material and end up keeping the spirit alive in a new generation of viewers right um, so I, I do believe that you can change things in adaptation and all types of things. And maybe, and maybe will time will do that. Right. And they'll be like, we don't know where it's going anymore, which after season one, Hey, who knows? Um, but I always felt like the mystery of the books not being finished and then being so beloved also did aid game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it does the same way that the snow sequel 
aids all, like like this whole thing because what what's next like what's there's an unknown there's there's not there's right. not even an outline there's there's nothing mm -hmm. we can even right. actually even go look at but yeah so you're you're right in that there's that there's both i was gonna make kind of a funny here which is that like i mean ultimately like you know the best adaptation out, out, out there is is lord of the rings right they they almost go line chapter by chapter right i mean except for the old forest and there's so still people who complain about it <laughs> i know they're just it's insane <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you can. A, a thing is, you can begin to wash like a bad taste out of people's mouth with something by expanding the content that surrounds it. Yes. Um, and once you get a little further away from it, you tend to remember things with more sort of rose colored glasses. Yeah. And I would say the biggest example is I mean, with so many things. I mean, like, okay, spider the Spider Man movies, like, wow, uh, yeah. when the Andrew Garfield Spider Man movies came out, everyone like hated them everyone's like these suck then it's like hey and like spider-man 3 everyone's like yeah this movie's like kind of sucks isn't that great then it's like you know 15 years later hey we're bringing back all three spider-man awesome like, <laughs> everyone everyone loves it i mean like the, the whole big deal with kenobi right now is hayden christensen's coming back you know there's a reason hayden christensen didn't act in movies for like 15 years is because when the prequels came out everyone said he was an awful actor and like shouldn't be in anything and then, you know, the Star Wars, which was developed for kids, those kids now are like, all oh, the prequels are the best. And the prequels, right. like Revenge of the Sith has suddenly become like the second best Star Wars movie. And they expanded it with the Clone Wars animated series and sort of built up like a lot of those characters and stuff. So if this thing comes out and it's good, just like House of the Dragon is going to do, like, because I think House of the Dragon is going to be freaking amazing. Yeah, cast is like it's just too good not to be like not to be like solid at the worst. Yeah, at the very um, at the very least, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting to watch Westeros weekly. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it'll begin. It'll begin to remind us of why we loved the series. You know, in 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 the first place, like mm -hmm. there's so many movie franchises stuff that have like ten movies, and like yeah, like there's like four. You know, there's like. You know, like five of those movies may suck, but it's like when, you know, it's like, okay, you have like one, two, three, amazing. Or then you get to like four and five, six. Okay, we're really going down. Then like seven comes out and it's like back to being awesome. You know, it's like Jurassic, <laughs> the Jurassic Park franchise. It's like Jurassic Park one, like one of the best movies ever. Two and three kind of suck. Then you come back years later, Jurassic World. Hey, we're back in and it spurns two more movies. So it's just how it, it's like how it goes. If the Snow series comes out and it's awesome. It'll build upon House of the Dragon, and then we'll be like Game of Thrones. Was, you know, season eight wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, right. well, I've it'll already... be it'll begin to be the sentiment. Mark, just watch. Oh, I've I've already seen it. I send it to you guys all the time. I see it on the yeah. uh, the Game of Thrones subreddit. You know, which was a hate Reddit for uh like two years, and now you're seeing people mm -hmm. saying, "Hey guys, I'm kind of confused like this," and then like you'll see people kind of be like, "Yeah, you know, I've dialed back my opinion since rewatching or mm -hmm. whatnot." And again, I am not. Um, defending the show with you know my shield I'm I get it there's legitimate yeah. criticisms for sure um, but it's just one of those things also like people tend to take media very serious um, and as time goes by like most things you start to realize it wasn't that serious and you start yeah. thinking about the good times and uh, there are going to be people that write it off completely and that's fine um, yeah. but for me I'm a here that's that's a good point. Yeah, it's, it's Westeros. Like you said, it's like we get more of it and we had fun with it. We, there were good times. There were times where right after we're like, man, that sucked or whatever. We didn't like that. But then, yeah, you could look back and like we had a great run. Just, a, yeah. just tons of, of good talk and good, good theorizing. And, you know, the world rules, dude, like the world yeah. 
of that George has built is so well realized and was then excellently portrayed on screen that just being in Dragonstone and House of the Dragon, I'm I'm there. I'm mm -hmm. there. Yep. Yep. That's, yep. That's a good call. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude, it's this is great. I just love I love thinking about it. I just love thinking about old Jon Snow up there. Cause you We're know talking about a sequel. What? It's crazy. Hey. Never somehow the night somehow the night king has returned oh god i mean it might okay. i would be in too i would be like cool all right <laughs> the ice side is a pathway to many abilities that some would deem unnatural <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, god god yeah I'll let jj come in maybe that's the guy who's running his who's helping jesus get with this, you know <laughs> oh man all right guys well um Jimmy, thanks, man, so much. This has been this has been great, man. I, I appreciate you coming on. We just want to get you know Matt and I talked about it for a, a few weeks. We we're on your channel, and then I just kind of wanted to get your your thoughts on it and, and see how you're feeling. So uh, appreciate it, appreciate it. A lot. Yeah, man, my pleasure. I always love coming on and uh, chatting chatting and stuff with y'all. Yeah, tell everybody where they can find you. Just again, real quick before we head out. Yeah, go check me out here on YouTube on the Fantasy Network. I do book reviews, sci-fi, um, fantasy, really out now about anything. Uh, but I do primarily stick to fantasy where I try to find like the next Song of Ice and Fire, which so far haven't found it. Uh, but I have found some really uh, amazing series that I love just almost as much. Almost. Yeah. Uh, so come check me out over there and uh, get your next best read. Yeah, nice. I like that. And you do live streams. What? Uh, what's what's your schedule looking like? It's on? every other Friday. I do chatting with nuts, and I bring on other content creators. Sometimes I bring on authors. I actually interviewed Stephen Erickson, the author of the Malazan series, which is another yeah. massive fantasy series, um, and some other people as well. So uh, we're always just having a good time with those live streams. Really good conversation, and uh, we kind of get to figure out what makes us tick as readers. Yeah, I love that because Matt, Matt always, we always see in our chat like, oh, Jimmy, there we go. Jimmy's going live. Mm -hmm. So not only will you find him over there, chat with some pretty awesome people. You'll see Matt and I in the in the comments there because it, it's fun. It's just a, it, you create like a really good atmosphere, just a fun uh, hangout, and I, I really enjoy it. It's good. I learn from the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, all right, hey, Matt. So for us, I think it's like you know we've got. Um, I'm coming out to see you. Oh man. Yes. By the way. Coming as and I might as I might do something live from yeah. like go. my office. We'll cram in here. Wild. Well, it'd be the first time we've recorded like together and I don't even remember like two years. Two years. Yeah. Or so. yeah, it's wild. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. So then we got tons more stuff coming down the line, guys. Just uh we're, we're gonna keep up with the reread. We got Winds of Winter Theories, we got House of the Dragon. I mean, we might be getting Winds of Winter next year. We might be getting the, the snow series. Who knows at this point? Who knows? Man, what if <laughs> what if he just George just drops it this year, like in the last episode of House of the Drag. I mean, I would, I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. Matt and I would literally have to go into overdrive and just we would we'd be doing three episodes a week, guys. I mean, it'd be it'd be crazy. It's we will. Well, you never know. As and I, as and I might be very close to be doing this. Uh, you know, my part time jobs and uh, full time content creation as opposed to part time content creation and full time. Jobs. So, hell yeah, that's all we want. We're working on it. Yeah. So, all right, friends. Hey, uh, thanks so much, you know, for, for stopping in, for listening to us here. Uh, subscribe, like, do all that good stuff over on, on the YouTube. And uh, if you want to, we, we still, I mean, we're actually looking towards, in, as we get into the reread and different things, send us those ravens at btkcast at gmail.com. As we get closer to the show and stuff, I feel like, you know, just, just thoughts on, on the show or a trailer coming out soon. Do you think we're going to be getting a trailer soon anyways? I think. Comic-Con. They pretty much, they pretty much, uh, they announced earlier that. When is it? Well, George, Comic -Con. Uh, end, of, end of July. So George had announced, okay. oh, like in a thing. Oh, and I guess I'm going to Comic-Con. Oh like, my. Be before like HBO officially said we will be at Comic-Con. 
Um, which, by the way, Marvel said they're not even going to this year, which is weird. So no. it's like how's the? It's like Warner Brothers has it all to themselves. Uh, so House well, of Dragons awesome. is going to be it. like the thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely take it then. Yeah. All right. Cool. We got that looked. Uh, we got that to look forward to. So yeah, that'll be good. All right, friends. Wait. Well, hey, thanks so much. We'll give you guys uh, updates on on all of our our stuff. Patreon, all that good stuff. Go check out all that uh, all that business. Again, Matt and I are doing Hyperspace Hangout. We're doing Heroes of the Horn, Elder One, all of our good shows. So go check those out as well. Uh, I got links down in the description. Thanks so much, friends. We appreciate you. And as always, remember that winter is coming.